What is popping, everyone? What's popping? How you niggas doing? Niggas is doing gloomy like the weather. Like, I understand it's hurricane season, but does hurricane season hit Houston? Yeah, we've had like three big hurricanes or two big hurricanes. Like in our lifetime? Yeah. Like in our living generation? Yeah. Outside of Harvey? Yeah, Ike was bad. Remember Hurricane Ike? I don't think I was here for Ike. Oh, maybe you weren't here for Ike. That's why. I feel like Harvey was the biggest one, and that's when I got on Game of Thrones. Okay. I, 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 yeah, you weren't here for Ike. Maybe that's why. You don't, what, you don't. When did Ike happen? I was in high school when Ike happened. Yeah, because I was in high school in Iowa. Okay. Okay, yeah. So I'm over here just like confusion. Like, why is it raining? And it had been raining for the last three weeks off and on. I feel like the cold is okay to deal with when it's not rainy. Oh, yeah. It's when the cold and the rain is put together equals miserable. And it's like, I feel like... I know it's just the weather, but I just don't feel like people should just go out when it's raining and wet. And you know what's crazy, y'all? As she says this, I tried to cancel today. Yeah. So many times. I'm like, she did. I'm like, I'm like, Samantha, you are under the weather. I was like, don't get more sick. She's like, what does the weather have to do with that? I said, because we're going outside. And then I was like, yeah, it's raining over here. She's like, over here too. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I was determined because you know what? We are, there is a, you gotta think big bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if this is the episode that makes us go viral? You know, low, low, low. You gotta think big bitch. So I didn't want to Cancel. <laughs> I didn't want to cancel another episode because we canceled the other episode because you were sick the other week. I so know, it's I'm like saying, we are in flu season and we're in hurricane season simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So that shit happens. Mm-hmm. Niggas know that. Mm-hmm. And we've literally canceled shit for less. Like if you were on vacation or if I was on vacation. That's not less. That's more. That's that's thinking so, big so bitch. You, so you feel like a vacation is more than your your health? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> Very low vibrational of you. Yes. If I'm on vacation, I'm away. If I'm sick, I'm still here. But if I'm sick, I want to be a but functioning... I, but I wasn't terribly sick. I was just like, well, oh, I can't function there. You is, were. I I'm not. For like two weeks straight. And I yeah. just got done being sick. And I also said, y'all, I said, I said Samantha, I don't want to get sick again. She's like, oh, I'm not that sick. I took medicine yesterday. <laughs> I'm like, bro. <laughs> I just did not want anything to fuck up my fun sway because I finally am at a place. Let's talk about the real reason is because it was cold and wet outside. You probably didn't want to leave your house. Cold, wet. No, I didn't want to leave my house I'm either. Like, Let's be for real. Wet and I was just sick though. That's yeah, true. And I'm like, with the conjunction of me not smoking hookah but trying to smoke hookah again, I'm like, yo, I'm trying to get back to my addictions. Okay. Well, bitch, we're here. <laughs> Okay. Let's get into some motherfucking story time. Um, the rise of the lonely men. I've been seeing this article a couple times on TikTok, and I wanted to talk about it because I thought it was pretty interesting. And uh, pretty much, there has been a rise of lonely single men due to pretty much due to women choosing healthier relationships, and the internet finds it funny. Um, I just want to say this article is from BoardsPanda.com, um, written by a man actually. So that's why we actually chose this article because he's talking about y'all asses as a fact <laughs> so there's a couple things of why there is a rise uh, a rise of lonely single men 
dating apps um more men are they apps it says 62 percent of people on dating apps are men mm-hmm. so they're fighting for the uh the few women out there and it's funny because we always say oh there's only so many men women have to marry men have to marry multiple women because there's only so many men out there but actually it's more of y'all yeah, than more of, us. <laughs> of us and this whole time we've been fed that it's more of us than them um also relationship standards have gotten better i feel like as um women have been educated um we have our own money we have our own things going on that we no longer have to depend on a man for things. We are no longer tolerating certain things that our grandparents would have tolerated. And that's why our relationships are not lasting as long because our standards are getting higher. Like for what we have noticed lately, women want emotional available men who are able to step up, be providers, and also have an emotional connection and not have all the, um, I want to say domestic labor and all the emotional labor relationship on the woman. Yeah. Because so much so far it's always been like, even some women will work full-time jobs and still have all the domestic labor at home. And back then when it, w- when it was able to have a single income family and a woman could stay at home full-time, it wasn't that bad. But even women who work and even women who make more money than a man are still doing most of the domestic labor at home. So that's another reason why y'all, you know, ended up single. And pretty much uh, it says skills deficits. Um, Pretty much there's like a gap on um, communication skills, anything like emotional communication. There's a gap on it between men and women. So because us, we're wanting to have men who have those things and men are just not fulfilling those gaps to get those things. We're choosing to rather be single than to deal with y'all. And that's so funny because (laughs) y'all thought that y'all could sneak up on us and act like being married was the only thing we needed. Right. we need husbands that are actually husbands. Husbands. And it's proven that men live more fulfilled life when they're married and women live more fulfilled life when we are single. And most times women are, I can't speak for all, I can speak for a good amount, I can speak for myself, I can speak for a handful of girls I do know. Yeah. Women are happier when they're single. Like, we might go through situationships, we might go through ah, 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 but we're happier because we're able to get out when we get out. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of it. I, I, I'm not trying to say that they're wrong, but they're leading on something right. Cause I'm like, a man needs to be lonely to understand what it's like to have a partner. And I feel like yeah. you appreciate a partner more when you know what it's like to sit in your loneliness. Because most men can jump from woman to woman to woman. Mm-hmm. And women are like always stuck with the emotional baggage of everything. Yeah. And they always said that like nowadays, there was a comedian, he was like, women run. He said, women run dating. He said before, he's like, when you break up with a woman, she be so sad and trying to get you back. He said, women nowadays, you break up with them, the next day they live in their best life with three jobs. <laughs> I, I, I. And I'm like, yes, yeah. because with or without you, life goes on. Mm-hmm. So if you have that mentality that like, okay, I get it. I hear you. Let's keep it moving. Because we're not so much on the I need a man era. Yeah. You know, our parents era, our grandparents era was more of I need a man era. So a man can get away with being absolutely despicable Mm. and was still able to get married as long as he could provide. Yeah. Now women can provide themselves. So it's like, okay, well, if you can't be a decent human being, why would I want to be miserable with you when I can be happy, single, getting fucked by some rich nigga without you? You know? So, um... Yeah, that's pretty much that. That was pretty much uh, this the, uh, article, and that's you know, my story I time. It. So I feel like y'all should be more. Um, it's just like, what's the message to guys out the there? The message is definitely just to um, up your emotional intelligence. Yeah, um, have more substance outside of um, monetary means, uh-huh. and 
if you're making a connection, make a connection for what it is and not for to feel a void in your life. Because at the end of the day, if that happens, you're going to be in the same position. You're going to still be lonely. We're not out here to be lonely. We're out here to have companionship. And companionship yeah. is like the number one thing that we all can say we we all And we all want. need as human beings. And this is other article. It's another thing. And I saw that. Um, I feel like this says that most men get intimacy through sex. Men want intimacy, but they get their intimacy through sex. So for some reason, it's harder for guys to be like, hey, bro, I need a hug. And you just hug him. Like, it's hard for men to get intimacy from their male counterparts. Mm-hmm. Like, if I tell you I need a hug, you're not going to question why I need a hug. You're just going to hug me and ask me later. For a lot of men, like, if his bro be like, hey, I need a hug right now, they'll be like, what the fuck you need a hug for? Like, what's wrong? You know what I'm saying? So because males, men still want intimacy, but they're not getting intimacy through their you know, friends. friends, they get it through sex. They get it from sex through us. So and it's like, how could guys, you know, sometimes they're like, that's oh, su- that's such a weird thing within itself. Of yeah. Talking about how men receive intimacy. Because you we notice how intimacy. some guys can fuck you, how they like they love you. Yeah. And, and then, then after, after that, it's you. It's like it's like because that's his he's getting his intimacy through sex. That is and weird. then after it, it's just, y'all please do better. Cause and I want you to know intimacy is more than just sex. Absolutely. It's spending time together. It's building together. It's, it's conversations. It's conversations. It's conquering stuff together. Going through, you know, trials and tribulation together. That's all intimacy. Trials and tribulations sound too much like Jesus is right by, <laughs> by us. But I'm just saying like intimacy is also like if you have a problem and y'all can solve it together. That's intimacy. Cooking is intimacy. You know, like yeah, there, there's different levels there's of different intimacy. There's different levels of intimacy. And I feel like that's an episode within so because yeah. I didn't even think about that but it definitely is, that is we should have an episode about intimacy, intimacy. yeah okay y'all niggas ain't intimate you know they ain't but you know who is Us. we is and the girls are back at it again with another messy ass episode of Sip and Spill Week great conversations all wow Sip and wine I go by the name of thug motherfucking fucked up Sammy and I'm ambitious <laughs> the baddie Teray. three shots in yeah so I am mixing up my words <laughs> so let's get into this motherfucking no Follow us on all social media platforms at The Real Sip and Spill, except Twitter, which is Sip and Spill 1. And leave us a five-star rating. Because we some five-star five star bitches. bitches. Follow us on our Reels. Our TikToks, our YouTube, our Facebook, our Sip and Review. We send us and review it. Don't forget our Sip and Spill shop at The Real Sip and Spill shop on Instagram. What else? What else? What else? Yeah. And I'm still suspended on Twitter, guys. So you And know I what? love that for her. Y'all, you know can what? y'all at Elon Musk and t- get a bitch back? Because I didn't Honestly, do nothing. I love it when you can hate outside of the club because you can't even get it. I can't. Like, I'm permanently suspended, y'all. I cannot get back. And I didn't like, do same anything. Sammy's like, I can, I can see shit, but I can't post shit. I said, good, because you're a menace to society. I am not a menace. I didn't do anything. Honestly, I didn't do you anything. Have to think about it. We are we are hometown humans, okay? Mm-hmm. Compared to the bear people. So for us, they probably dug something up. <laughs> you'd said years ago, probably. And they was like, "This bitch is a menace." <laughs> Let- like release her. I used to be a menace, y'all. I did. I did, but I stopped. I changed my ways. I became but a person. I've been chilling. I've been chilling on Twitter for months. Not I mean, I've been on Twitter, so I can't monitor you and your I mouth. have. I've been or your fingers. <laughs> I can't monitor that. If I see something on Instagram, I'm like, I'm like Sammy. But if I see them on Twitter, I wouldn't think anything of it. I'm like, I'm like, just another day in the life of thug motherfucking Sammy. Like, <laughs> y'all, I'm not a minute on Twitter no more. But I can't be one. You anyways. can't be because you. you I'm gone. Access. I'm gone. He got my ass. He got my ass. But anyways, uh, let's get our would you rather. Oh yeah. Oh, would you rather? Did you call it fun facts? Oh, I was definitely gonna say. Wine <laughs> Are you at season two? I'm definitely. Oh, you said two. wine facts. I was like, you should not say fun no, facts. No, no. Okay, would you rather? Yeah. <laughs> would you rather? So, would you rather eat the same breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the rest of your life, or give up the internet? I'm really good for eating the same food for 
everything. Like, okay. literally. Like, I have a set rotation of food that I crave. No, the same thing for breakfast, lunch, or dinner for the rest of your life. If is it a choice of things that I like? Just one thing that you like. It, Only, can't, be, it can't be, like, three different things for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? The same thing for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Are you the internet? I'm going to have to eat the same thing. I'm going to have to. <laughs> Hell yeah, because that's no Netflix. That's I'm, no Hulu. Hello. I'm gonna say, no I, had to about it. I had to think about it. it. It's so much deeper than just what we see every day. Yeah. I forgot my would you rather. So um, would you, you rather. Put, you didn't. You no, that's why I wouldn't say the Wi-Fi, girl. <laughs> girl. So, would you rather be an internet sensation or just be famous in real life? What's the difference? The difference is either you're famous online or famous in real life, like without the notoriety. So, like, you know people that are, like, big in your city, but they're not, like, big on the internet? Okay. Or would you rather be big on the internet but not be big in real life? Internet. More money. Okay. More revenue. You you don't think that you can make more revenue on the real No, because there's... Having only people in Houston knowing me, than having people in the entire world knowing me, like, I can get sponsorship for people in China, India, whatever, around the world. Racism. uh, Whatever it is. It's money, right? So, versus just people here, no. I want to be recognized around the... Anyone can ask me on the I internet. I would be okay with being a local celebrity. I don't really want the celebrityness of, of it. I, I think I've told you before, like if this when this podcast goes pop, does pop, I would make my Instagram private because I don't want people to be in my personal life. I don't really so care. Would you rather about, be rich or famous? I want to be uh, rich than famous. I don't care about being famous. Yeah, I'd rather be rich as well. Yeah, so I don't really care about being known in Houston or my my state, but I'd rather be able to have access to um, income. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into some wine facts and we'll get to some motherfucking tea time. Tea time. So are y'all part of the collective? If y'all are not, I'm bringing you into something that y'all know. Come on. Come closer. Today, we are drinking the That'd be collective. funny if he actually zoomed in on you too. I don't know if he did. And if he did, yeah. that'd be hilarious. <laughs> so we are drinking a 2020 California Cabernet. And this is a bourbon barrel aged um, Cabernet. So I'm really big on having something that has more depth because I feel like we've drank as many wines as we can. We need something that's going to separate it from all of this shit. And so this might be we a little bit. We need to start expanding horiz- our horizons. What, you trying to be a white girl? Girl, I'm talking about drinking more like Merlots and, you know, cabs and. This and, is cab. And, this white, is not- and white girls, I guess too. White girls like us. I mean, white girls like you. You said white girls like us. That's what you said. Not me. I didn't say that. You said it. And I just repeat what you said. <laughs> I promise you, that would not come out of my mouth. <laughs> so, it says this bourbon barrel aged Cabernet is a dense and complex with a bold finish. Pairs well with grilled lamb. I just cooked lamb a few days ago, y'all. Mm, and it was bussing. Okay. And um, you didn't beef. offer me nothing. Okay. See, when I cook and you don't get no food, Sammy, how dare you? Because you I, advertise I, I, that you I, cook. I never advertise that I you cook. You cook. You don't I say want, shit. I, I don't want no one to know that I ever know how to cook. I don't. I want them to think that I burn food every day. I don't advertise food. You so, when you cook, you you cook cook. And are you gonna drive my way to see me to get some food? You, you know, you I live drive close. into the city. You you know, for, cruise but close. for me, it's a drive into the city. You is driving out of the city. Cruise close. We can just do a little drop off. But I'm just saying, don't let me cook without you eating something. But you can. Cook and without I always me. got something to say. You right. So okay. anywho, it does. It pairs well with beef and a juicy poblano um, mushroom burgers and butter and garlic i don't know where the butter and garlic came from but i'm not gonna lie to y'all this is 15 percent alcohol percentage and if we're already three shots in all i know is but i put it open and i thought i bring it so it's telling me this wine is good for a seafood boil 
this is telling me that it is good for whatever you're trying to do and get the bitches' pussies wet. So, come on. You are a pervert. You know that? Why does everything have to be sexual with you? Girl, I hope you, I hope, I hope that you keep that same energy. Because if you look episodes, seasons, seasons, she always pairs well with a black dick. <laughs> Like so you I know what? Sanctified and saved. No, I'm sure. not gay no more. <laughs> no, no, I ain't. I'm taking dick again. <laughs> I'm taking dick again, <laughs> bitch ass. <laughs> Cheers to another messy ass episode. Still, ow. You would be different. So fucking bad, bitch. Fuck you. I'm a classic man. It's a lot sweeter than I expected it to be. For it to be a cab. I'm digging it. And I feel like it has a lot to do with it ha being aged in a whiskey barrel. Because, you know, whiskey, whiskey has is sweet. sweet. And they always, Bourbon sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they always say the darker it is, the sweeter it is. Cause, like, what do they say? The darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. <laughs> never heard that day in my life. <sighs> so let's get into some motherfucking tea time. Tea, tea time. time. We're going to go ahead and talk about Glorilla. Hallelujah, Woods. Hi, Gloria. Hi, I'm your biggest Hallelujah. fan. Um, so she came out and said that she, uh, went on a 60 day cleanse with her friend and it was like, no sex. I mean, no niggas, no alcohol, no nothing. Just I mean, work out. Niggas definitely is giving no sex. Okay. Yeah. So that's no definitely, sex, yeah. No, no sex. alcohol and no, what else? Uh, they're, they're, they're working out for an hour every every Monday through day. Friday. And they say they cheat a little bit on the alcohol, but for the most part, you know, they just stick to their, um, their regimen. And, and she said that she came out, she wrote fuck nigga free on the 20, okay. 20th of, of April, April. Okay. and it and came, came out on the 29th. And that was two days until her fast ended. And she was like, you know, manifesting her dreams helped her that whole thing helped her manifest her dreams and we i don't know we don't talk about manifestation so much on here but i feel like in our real life we we, we talk about it more and do it more so i just want to i i'm a big person on speaking things into existence like i'm what you your the, the tongue is so incredible powerful incredibly powerful and what you say is a direct action of what will happen so i do firmly 100% believe that fast and her meant you know saying what she was going to be and say what she's going to do and also cleansing her mind body and spirit while doing it is that direct correlation of her popping and that those things work and i feel like shit that makes me want to do a 60 day cleanse fast cuz bitch what i know but i feel like <laughs> in the world that we live in I mean, more so our world because we're in a bubble because we live in the, we work in the nightlife. Yeah, so it's, it's harder. Like, it's a lot harder to give up sex, alcohol, and work out every day. Are you saying bottle girls are whores? Because why I'm sex? I'm not saying that they're whores, but I'm saying that you know. I'm joking. Um, no, of course I'm not. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying <laughs> the the emphasis on certain focuses yeah. are not there because, like, I can say I'm going a whole month without drinking, but I'm like, I can't do that on Monday. It's hard. Mondays we do podcasting, and I'm like, when I'm at work, when I'm not trying to drink, I'm like, they're like, well, I get the table, get a bottle, take a shot with us, take a shot with us. So it's like it's a yeah. lot harder when you are in a certain lifestyle, exactly. And it's not hard, but it's harder. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I'm actually happy that she did it, and I love her. I'm obsessed with her. Everything that she's put out, I have not disliked. Yeah. Like you know, you always can find something about a female rapper to criticize. I haven't found shit about her that I dislike yet. I like her. I like so who much. she is. Yeah. So much. I appreciate the authenticity. I feel like people appreciate authentic people. That's why we like Cardi B. That's why we like Cardi B. That's why we like Meg. That's why we like Glorilla. We like what people like these because they are themselves without being like, what's the word like about it? Like, 
Yeah, bratty about it. Like, yeah, because no, not, Nicki Minaj, yeah. we don't like you. We like your music. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, it, it might the, hit you, might not hit you. If it does, I, I don't think Nicki cares. But she definitely cares. Nicki's the only person that responds to people. Cardi be responding to people too. But you remember that that whole thing I sent you? The whole thing about the live. She was looking at. She was like, she was like. Why is that? What kind of underwear I got on? Why your hair? Like she responded to everything. Responded. I'm like, girl, you are a multi-million yeah. dollar fucking rapper. Yeah, but you, you know what? Human. Can we appreciate that the money ain't changing? She's still the same insecure woman that she's always been. <gasps> I mean, honestly, for her to be so threatened about every new female rapper who comes in and comes big, you have to be insecure because Cardi embraces them. Yeah. You know, she makes songs with them. You, you slight make, them. Make, you make them feel like they got to work their ass off. Yeah. They got to work with like eight, 18 fucking niggas so they can touch you. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, like, I, I can't wait for the it's day for Nicki Minaj to understand she's Nicki Minaj. And she doesn't do anything to prove anything to anyone. But she's insecure. Let's be fucking for real. It is what it is. Yeah, far. So, um, let's get to Sophia Rosalind. I don't really care about saying her name right. She's a racist white bitch. So, uh, there was a video that came out, um, um, I forgot, University of Kentucky. Yes, University yes. of Kentucky. So she was verbally and physically assaulting a RA. I think that's what she was. She worked in the front R- desk. Yeah, either RA or was the front desk worker. Worker. But I think she was an RA because I think she, she was trying to get into the dorms. So she might be an RA. Mm, I don't. I don't. Okay, know. let's not say what. Okay, she she worked at the school. Let's just say that. Yeah, but she was a student, and also, of course, and you know, if you work at this stu- school and you a student, y'all know y'all don't get paid shit. Mm-mm. So, um, she for whatever reason, from 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 what I've seen, she was just repealing, calling her a nigger. Okay, so over and what, over. What happened was she was drunk and she couldn't get into her room because if you were. So she get- was an RA then. She couldn't get into her room. She's probably she couldn't, no, she couldn't get in her room because they had to check and make sure you were a student there. She didn't have her ID on her, like to okay. that prove that she was a student of university that of sounds Kentucky. like ra work okay well yeah yeah so yeah she was then she couldn't get in she was not allowing her in. she stood her ground she was rosa park she was like i'm not motherfucking moving bitch <laughs> and so um miss sophia got really rowdy and she, she was like real motherfucking she rowdy. Was like you're a nigger you're a this you're a nigger bitch you're ah and i always like when i hear stuff like that i always refer to sammy because sammy's <laughs> the only person that's closely related to me that i know that ever got assaulted by being called a nigger bitch <laughs> And I'm like, I always be saying, like Samantha, how do you feel as you were calling? You know what? That's just such a interesting insult because it's like you want to call me a nigger and a bitch. But you call me one. <laughs> Why? Why gotta be a nigger? Like that's just like, like what? You weren't called a nigglet. I was called a nigglet in my life. Were you a younger? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But <laughs> why does that make sense? Because why would you call a grown ass adult a nigglet? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> little back what <laughs> and you nigglet nah we get called nigger bitches um yeah getting called <laughs> getting called that was interesting because it was just like I was so taken aback by it because it was just like one it was so undeserving because I'm just like why are you mad you drunk because your you car got your, de- <laughs> your car got declined and I'm a nigger bitch because of it like it's so weird how racism just comes out randomly I feel like it doesn't come out Randomly, I feel like it comes out when they they can't use their privilege to to get something, period. so they get go to racist. Okay, say, your funds have nothing to do with the reason why you're calling me a nigger bitch you're, at all. You're resorting to my color because you and can't my sex. Exactly. Yeah. And then same for her. That's the thing about black women. We have to worry about being with racism and misogynistic yeah. shit. Like, we, bitch, we get the short of the sticks all the time. All the fucking time. But I'm sorry. I keep going. No, but I'm just saying. And then for her, she couldn't use her privilege to, like, get into her fucking dorm. Yeah, so she and, a nigger, bitch. 
And you gotta be a nigger bitch. You just can't just be a bitch. You just can't be just a nigger. You gotta and be when, a and nigger when bitch. Realize that her back was against the wall. Mm -hmm. Literally, literally, all you could be was a nigger, nigger, <laughs> nigger, nigger. Because once she wasn't dealing with her, she was getting arrested, and she kept saying it. Nigger. And it's to me, it kind of feels uncomfortable saying the word nigger because I feel like you you gotta you gotta emphasize and say it with your chest. And I'm like me as a black woman that I am, I would be considered a nigger to Sophia. Uh -huh. But it's like. You have to make light of these things so they don't offend you. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's the problem. Like, why do we have to laugh at ourselves for it to be tolerable? And because if not, e even if even if we don't choose to laugh at it, we're going to still be called it. So we're going to either let it define us and rule us or we're going to take it, redefine it and be like, <laughs> jokes on you. It doesn't hurt my feeling anymore. Well, Call jokes me broke. really on her because the bitch got banned from her university. And she lost uh, her job. She lost her job. Dillard's. How dare you try to call me a nigger and you work at Dillard's, bitch. You know, so it's like, yeah, it's I see what you're saying about the joke thing, but they do take it seriously because the bitch got they expelled. They only take it seriously <clears throat> when it is Viral. Viral. They don't want to be associated with it. Like, the thing is, we all know as a culture, as a country, racism is bad. But we still know that people caught, are yeah. racist. But when you get caught being racist, that's when it's a that's problem. That's when it's a problem. Because they are probably perfectly okay. There are probably other instances of racism that they've said about the school. It's in Kentucky. I'm sure there's been they other instances of like, racism. Worry about your fucking cousin that you fucking, other than a black person. Because y'all got bigger things to fucking fry. Yeah. You, Alabama and Mississippi. Okay. All of y'all. All of y'all. So, um, well, you know what? I really hope, Sophia, I hope you, you have the life you deserve. And whatever comes to you, comes to you because you deserve it. Um, let's get let's get to some bigger bigger things. Um, ow, Miss Miss Young Miami. Carisha. Miss Carisha, please. Uh, do you watch Carisha, please? No, I do not. Okay, I watch Carisha, please. I enjoy it. So um, you are, you like ghetto TV. Yes. Carisha not ghetto? She not that. She not that ghetto. The fact that he said not that ghetto. <laughs> like the thing is, we we love it. For I, I do like some ghetto TV. I'm gonna say you watch <clears throat> Zeus. Anyone that watches Zeus, you have a certain taste palette for that type of. You can digest it. I'm literally gonna watch it the entire time. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it's just entertaining. I never for me. loved Bad Girls Club. I never liked anything of those. Like, I don't like people of our color, mm -hmm. acting our color, of the stereotypes that they give us. Okay. So that's why I can't digest shit like that. I'm, mm -hmm. like, I'm like, yeah, that might be your personality. So when white people do it, it's okay? No. I I mean, we like you the can period. Digest I can watch it. So what? What about like when white people act ghetto? Like you can watch like Jersey Shore. There was some I, ghetto I, hood I did, rats. I did not like Jersey Shore. Oh, I liked it. I liked Jersey Shore for like the first season, first two, because I like, I love the little love stories between like, you know, Sammy and, and Ron. Ron. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna say yeah, but I'm like when you understand how dysfunctional reality TV is, you and how kinda, fake it is. Exactly, you kind of dissociate yourself because I'm like if you can't relate to it, it's like that's why I don't like the Kardashians. The only thing I do I like y'all, I do not watch the Kardashians. The one thing I do like y'all, I'm so sorry, the Real Housewives of Potomac, but they're all black women in luxury. That's why I like it. Mm -hmm. That's why I like it because the Real Housewives of Atlanta is the ratchet version of Potomac, okay. in my opinion. Okay, I don't I don't watch Housewives. Okay, anything that's like. But housewives, basketball wives, all those wives shit, I don't I watch. I know, like basketball wives. Basketball wives is like one step up from being on Bad Girls Club. Because mm. you're not with these niggas, but you living off their money and their name. Was any, I think a couple of them were wives. There, none of them were wives, basketball I, wives? I mean, they weren't wives for long after that shit. Because I mean, <laughs> when Shawnee started, she was a wife. 
When she, she ended, wise when she ended, and then same for fucking um, Evo. I don't remember her last name because we were talking about her like a few weeks ago. She started off oh. as a girlfriend, as a wife. Okay. Uh, uh. So the show is called Basketball Wives, but not all the girls were wives. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I just assumed they were they were all wives. No, but um, back to Young Miami. So uh, I, I really appreciate what my Young Miami showing us. I there is a. Um, certain lifestyle she's living and I feel like people are like oh she's losing because she's never gonna be with him he's always he's playing her so I I we've always feel like when people don't get in relationships like the woman somehow losing because yeah. she somehow wants to be with him they're like if did he say he'll be with her she'll be with him and I mean that could be the case I feel like if did he say he'll he want a girlfriend he'll be with her but I there's also something called enjoying the ride I don't know if y'all have dealt with rich men but I feel like when you deal with a certain caliber of men mm-hmm. you also enjoy the ride because you are equally benefiting even if he doesn't want a relationship you don't care because you are doing your own motherfucking thing while benefiting benefiting greatly from this man mm-hmm. so i think y'all need to just step your pussy game up so you can understand the young miami lifestyle because i'm loving it and honestly yeah everyone is always trying to be like oh she got an allowance she got this i don't give a fuck what you get out of it if you are happy and this man makes you feel what you need to feel bitch keep living your truth keep living because truth. yeah not every man gonna be your boyfriend not every man gonna be your husband some no. niggas are like you said are here for a good time and I feel like the pressure to always find the right one gets y'all with these niggas that end up beating y'all you get three <laughs> kids from them like and they ain't even got money okay so not the end of beating y'all I mean I'm just saying I'm personally just saying yeah like, but like, that's understand true the situation for what it is like if you know that you're in a situation understand what it is if you want to fall in love and you want to uh, 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 and take that L that's absolutely okay but understand where you're at and where you're going and always have intentions on who you're dating and if she has intentions on dating this man and he has no intentions on dating her then we can talk about it but we don't yeah, know their narrative so don't. I'm not going to try to make a narrative for them that I don't know and honestly they've created an own narrative for themselves I feel like the nigga likes the woman he posts her he talks about her he uh, got her her show he does all these things a man that likes a woman does, well, does. So, but, the, but because he, he has extracurricular activities they're like well yeah. you're not official do you know she wants to be official? Do you know that she's getting all the benefits of it? Because Diddy aren't, is not when the, these other bitches post Diddy. Diddy don't post none of these at hoes. all. At all. Let's talk about she. she Carisha is literally the only person he posts but and is, talks there about. Be somebody in the in in our fucking crowd, like like oh that's that's it to y'all. That's winning to y'all. I'm like no. Y'all are so bitter that y'all want to take somebody else's happiness and recreate what it sounds like to you, right? If, Bitches that are getting... Bitches got fucking boyfriends not getting posted. So y'all need to worry about what's going on at home. Heavy on, bitches have boyfriends. You know women are married to niggas and not getting posted. Let's talk about that. So I feel like worried They're about what's not going getting on at home. Off a nigga. I'm like, I'm gonna say, what y'all y'all worried about Carisha because she a city girl. Y'all worried about Carisha because she, I, 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 whatever it looks like to you, it does not fucking matter because at the end of the day, she happy. And I feel like we going with happiness, and happiness adds to, I don't know, Janessa Qua. Um, what do we say? Soft, soft girl, life, soft life era. You Whatever know, I want to say. It looks like soft life to me. It's giving very much It soft looks life. like Carisha is living her best motherfucking life and she's happy. Her skin is glowing. She's looking good as fuck. As I've never fatter. been such a big Carisha fan until she right got now. with Diddy. Because I'm just honestly, like, yes, bitch. Honestly, you bagged Diddy. Um, Diddy is a fucking bag. And you know what? We, we don't want to only tie men to monetary value. But... but 
It's Diddy. It's, it's like Diddy. it's like bagging Jay Z. It's like bagging Jay Z. Honestly, and it's like bagging Kanye. Uh, still, did yeah. he, didn't he lose like four billion dollars? But you gotta understand, that man still got fucking money. Like for one, I think it was like for one birthday know. for him, he literally bought her stock. And and you never, if he buying his woman stock, you gotta know he probably got stock in some shit. Girl, I don't know about. Bagging a man with a mental illness. I mean, it's still a, a bag. A bag illness. is a bag. A win's a win. A Hello, win, a win is a win. A win, a win is a win. win. <laughs> he got a mental illness, but he rich. A win is a win. <laughs> no! So that brings us to our topic of conversation. <laughs> soft life, soft life, soft life era. So what the fuck is soft life? I know y'all niggas be like, this bitch is talking about soft life, soft life. What the fuck is soft life? Well, I'm gonna tell you what the fuck soft life is. Soft life is. What life can what what life can feel like apart from realities of black women's labor. So pretty much it's just like a life of leisure and mm-hmm. not having to be the back of, you know, the emotional labor and of the, you know, everything of the family and, you know, suffer and be the one to sacrifice your time, your life, your will, everything about you to make sure everyone around you is happy and safe. So, um, so that's pretty much how it started. So what it does it mean to us? So soft life means to me is I, I get the luxury part. Like, yes, soft life also includes a life of luxury. But I think more soft life for me is a life of no stress and uh, low concern. Like um, people who know me know I am I live a very peaceful life. I'm like, if you add any stress or any like thing to my life that's going to cause me to be stressed out, I immediately you know, eliminate you or whatever it is. So um, that and that's soft life for me. Me protecting my peace is soft life. Me having to go, to go day by day and knowing that I don't have to be stressed out or worried about things that don't concern me. You know, there's one thing about me being stressed out and concerned about things that go with, has to do with me. But for me to be stressed out about things that it's not only pertaining to me is just. That to me, that's not soft life. And that's not the life that I want for myself. So just having a peaceful mindset and just waking, just waking up and just be like, no nigga is cheating on me. You know, no nigga is fucking me over. Like, you know, just I don't have a friend that just is constantly backstabbing me. I don't have a friend that's just I know who talks shit about me, but secretly is a hater. But I'm so cool with her. But, you know, like I don't have those issues. So it's like that's to me, that's soft life. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like for me, um, I know we say this all the time. I know it sounds like we are beating a dead horse, but um, soft life is high vibrations. <laughs> I feel like you are positive. You are standing within your truth. And also with soft life, you are feeling like you are deserving of everything that is already heavy on deserving. You're deserving. Yeah. Because like we, I kept saying, you don't need to struggle to get to where you need to get. Like many times black women feel this, um, guilt I feel in my opinion if they don't take prioritize everybody over them I've never been the person that put people over me so for me to feel any type of guilt for putting myself first sounds crazy to me she so, said I ain't never done that shit before I, I nev- no, get I, someone I, else to do it <laughs> get someone else to do it no literally because I've never I've always felt deserving because you got to think about the access of luxury and or peace and of happiness is unlimited and we always act like it's so limit. It's, it has a limit to happiness, a limit to peace, a limit to that. And we don't have a limit to that. So for me to feel deserving of everything that the atmosphere, the universe, 
myself, my friends, my love life has to offer, that is what a soft life is to me. Knowing that you deserve what you are getting. Okay. So I guess you kind of already got into what soft life looks to you. Yeah. So why is it important? I think, think it's important because <clears throat> prioritizing yourself can be the greatest gift you can give to the world. And I always say that you're only as good to others as you are to yourself. And if you are not like pouring into yourself and you're constantly pouring into others, it's always half-assed. It's always might seem like it is misguided or misdirected because you're not giving it the full potential that you can give it if you were full within yourself. Mm -hmm. Because if you're giving someone something half-assed, it's coming off of a low self-esteem, low vibrating, low I-I-I. Like when you're not giving someone your best, it's because you're not giving yourself your best. Mm -hmm. And that's... That's why it's not important. It's not important to put other people before you. Okay. And I would never put no one. You never put no nigga in front of you or no bitch in front of you. That's what I'm said it. With the only chest. person I will put in front of me is my children. And once I have a dog or a cat, wow. Okay, I feel you. The reason why I think soft life is important because I've I am tired of um, black women feeling guilty for having nice things, and I follow a lot of black women who are in luxury and you know who show the luxurious lifestyles, and they're like, I feel guilty because the people around me are not experiencing the same luxuries I'm experiencing. For a lot of black people who become who do get money, who have a certain, you know, status lifestyle, they're the only ones in their friend group and their family group that who have achieved that. Usually. Yeah, usually. usually. So they feel bad for having nice things or being able to afford certain lifestyles. And I feel like it's important for us to see that and see them doing these things. So we don't feel bad for achieving those things. Cause why, what is it about us that we have to feel guilty for, for being successful or having nice things or like, you know, and even, even like, Anything. It's like we should not feel guilty for being able to reach a certain, you know, lifestyle. So I think soft life and the whole movement is very important for black women to see that we deserve nice things. <laughs> we deserve to be happy. I deserve. I deserve. I deserve. deserve. Mama D told us, you know, which is I am the B.I.T. What she said, how did she, she spelled bitch wrong. She said B-I-C-H-T. I forgot how she spelled bitch, but it was wrong. But anyways, back to what I was saying. Uh, yeah, so black girls, black women, it's it's okay to have nice things. It's okay to show your luxurious of lifestyle. And it's okay if you don't have those luxurious lifestyle. Right. Also, I want you to know you can have soft life and- Without the luxuries. But luxuries, the but luxuries help the soft life. The luxuries help, but it's not needed, okay? The thing is- like luxuries are not just synonymous to material things. Like it's not because, like I was saying, to me having a soft life that's look that's peaceful, and luxurious to me is sitting in my robe, drinking wine, and chilling and planting. That's soft life for me. You know, I'm I'm at peace when I'm listening to my mantras of my you know uh, affirmations and telling me, you know how I'm going to be successful and build my brand. That's soft life for me. Yeah. You know, making my tea in the morning and writing on my journal of my plans and what I want to do and taking my thoughts out, that's soft life to me. Going to the gym and working out, that's soft life to me. So it, all these things are not of high monetary value, yeah. but it's still of high value in my life. Yeah. I mean, that's literally, I can say it any fucking better because okay. you know, that's what it is. Okay. So what do you feel like was a shift 
to becoming soft life. I didn't know what it was till you said it was probably COVID. Because I feel like during COVID, it was like, okay, that makes sense. Because when COVID happened, we all kind of got into the mode of take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, let's prioritize our, you know, well-being. People were like, you know, working out at home. People were just doing, people were getting more into therapy. People were starting podcasts. People were doing things that, you know, benefited them. So I feel like people were cutting their own hair. People learned that we could, you know, do things ourselves. So when that whole thing happened, I guess it kind of makes sense for how we was, uh, it was a time to pause. COVID was definitely a pause yeah. moment for everyone, I think. And we all got a breather. You know, we were able to receive money without working and just got used to. That was giving soft life. Like, <laughs> to be unemployment? able to collect that unemployment without working soft was life. the beginning of our soft life. And then we just learned like, wait, we don't have to live like this. We don't have to do the hustle and bustle of going to work and, you know, having 30 minute lunch breaks and just actually having a 10 minute break because you have to drive to where you go and drive yeah. back and all that. So we're just like, no, no more of going to work. We want four day work weeks. We want this. So we've all, as a society, has embraced the soft life. But I feel like as black women as a whole, we're just pushing that to the next level because we just don't want the breaks. We want the luxuries and all the and things that come with it, We want to work from home. We want to work from home. We don't even want the job. <laughs> we... We don't even want the job. We just want the money. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think that really was a shift of, okay, like, no, we're not doing this anymore. We're not being overworked, overworked underpaid, and underpaid and underappreciated. Like, no, absolutely fucking not. So do you feel like men are included in when it comes to the soft life era? No, I don't think we include them because every time we talk about soft life and all that, we all it's a, it's women. Why do you feel like it's because men's life are already leisurely easy? I think because men don't prioritize life of leisure. You know, I want to say yes and no. You think men do? I feel like men sometimes probably... Um, I think they have it. I think I they like have they it, but I don't think they prioritize it. I feel like they prioritize a life of leisure so they can be able to date the woman that they feel like would attract that um, aesthetic. Okay, but I feel like in order to have a life of leisure, men have to work extremely hard to make a certain amount of money to get the woman that wants that aesthetic. So I don't, I don't feel like, to me, soft life isn't working hard and all that stuff. So if they're working hard to make a certain amount of money, unless they have like, you know, a crazy booming business or whatever it is. I don't think men prioritize a life of leisure. I don't think, you know, relaxing and being chill you're right. okay, you're right. is you're a right. thing you're men right. You're right. Know, prioritize. But I do think men do want to relax because, you know, some a lot of times men don't want to do nothing. You know, men, I feel like men work so much and work so hard, they enjoy just doing nothing. Mm -hmm. But it's not, like, important for them to go to spa days and have, like, Yeah, relaxing. it's very important for us to, like, you know, make sure we have spa dates. To, like, we make sure we get rubbed on, make yeah, sure that our feet don't. Our hurt. health is good. Our yeah. our skincare. That's not. I yeah, that's not a priority. To, that's not a priority yeah. until they get a girlfriend. It's not a priority until they get a girlfriend. That's why so, I hate y'all niggas. Yeah, I think soft life could include y'all. I feel like men could have soft life too, but, but y'all don't prioritize it. Y'all not pushing for the soft life. Y'all pushing for the the for the passport bros going to different countries, getting bitches, and fucking all these hoes because American women are too hard and foreign women are gonna you know do what we say and fuck us when we want. Too. I'm crying. <laughs> yeah. So is soft life a trend? I don't want it to be, but I think it is. 
I absolutely agree with you. I feel like it's a trend. I yeah. feel like right now it's the greatest, highest wave that we can be on. It's very euphoric. It's very like, put my, I got to put myself first, Lucius. Like, yeah. it's like, it's like that kind of lifestyle. But I think over time, we're probably going to go back to where it's like, you know, prioritizing others. I, I, I mean, not me. Not me. <laughs> but you. <laughs> but um, yeah, I definitely do think it's a trend. I feel like whenever it's popular on TikTok, and then it travels over to Instagram because you know yeah. I don't have a TikTok, so I'm still still late in the game. So when I get to soft life, I'm like I've been doing this shit. This this is a trend. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I've been saying, fuck niggas, get money. What are we talking about? This is my life. <laughs> Mm-hmm. so yeah um so i saw this article about this girl and she was like completely against soft life and i'm just like how you as a black woman are just so completely against this soft life and she was talking down on it so there was two things she said about how soft life and why it needs to be canceled so one of them that she was talking about is how it's unrealistic and dangerous and for me, when I was reading over her passage and how she had her quarrels and her issues, she was just pretty much saying that she doesn't want her children to think that you don't have to work hard in life to get to a life of luxury. But I feel like the, I feel that the opposite. I don't want my children to feel like they have to work their asses off to get to that because I feel like you're going to constantly keep chasing that that one high. And I want you to feel like it's your birthright, like like Wakanda. This is your worth. This is your birthright to have luxury, to live a life of ease. Like I'm many times have been out and about and I see how black kids, for example, are working at gas stations, pumping gas just to get money for their home. My child will never have to experience that. My child will never have to pay rent at my house. My child will have to feel like they have to they're going to have a job to learn responsibility. But you're not going to have to feel the burden that if you don't do it. I won't be able to succeed without yeah. you. And I feel like she is more honed on the idea of that she was a what second generation hard worker that yeah. her children should feel the that. And I don't I would never want my child to feel stressed that I felt in life. So that within itself, I don't want I want my child to be from a silver fucking spoon. I was going to say that I I don't really disagree with the silver spoon aspect of life i disagree with the silver spoon aspect when you create like you know like unrealistic oh like unrealistic points of view yeah and i feel like it's only unrealistic when you make it seem like everything in your life is easy yeah but nothing in people of color's life is easy it's not regardless no. if it's an immigrant or a person that is in no United matter States. if you're rich or not that's what your i'm saying life is your life is easy. never easy because you're yeah. gonna you're gonna still face the discrimination that you get of being the color that you are. Mm-hmm. So for me, if I can make my life, my child's life just a little bit easier. Why not? Why, why not the do fuck that? not? Yeah. And another thing is she feels like challenges builds character. So she was like saying an article, like if you're having a life of leisure and if everything's handed to you, you never have to work hard. You don't understand the, um, the value of working hard and, you know, you don't get any character development because you end up being a, a spoiled, pretty rich, you know, a spoiled, bratty kid. And I, I get what she's saying to that because I feel like you can work, know how to work hard without your life having to be hard. And I, when I say that, I feel like, okay, uh, for example, Will Smith kids, I feel like yeah. they know the, you know, the value of hard work. work because they're out there starting charities. They're out there helping the environment. They're out there do doing Do you feel like things. the Kardashians understand the idea of hard work? Without working hard? I do not. Um, let me not say it because I feel like Kim does work hard. I think maybe Kim does, but I don't think the other Kardashians feel that way. What um, about Kendall, who is on the really the front lines of being a I, model? Like that, that's hard work. 
I don't think she understands uh, hard work because she every is given to her. She's not, you know, struggling booking modeling gigs. She's yeah. not doing the grunt work of becoming a model. She it was handed to her. So I mean, yeah, I, I don't think that. it's she understands what it means to struggle. I mean, Kim came from having to be someone's Sex assistant. Tape. Well, damn. Okay. <laughs> I told you, I always, cor- I, always, I always correlate her with a sex tape. I'm so sorry. Okay. Well, Kim came, Kimberly. From being, Kim came from being someone's assistant. She came Facts. from cleaning up Paris Hilton's closet. Facts. You know, when Kendall came up, they were already there. She, Kim but you got to also understand, you got also got to understand Chris married into money because Robert Kardashian had money. Yeah. So it's like because, just because they married into they didn't marry into millions. They were a upper middle class family, mm-hmm. so they were rich, but they weren't rich, rich. And then when he passed away, they became rich, rich because I don't think when Chris. he passed away, I don't think he was they're rich, rich because I I, I don't want to I don't know people's finances, but I don't know how much an Olympian makes. And Bruce is only known for being an Olympian. I think Facts. he was doing public speeches, but I don't really know. I, I can't count those pockets. Yeah, I don't know. So that. I don't think they were rich, rich. But I thought they were they were good. They were they were, they were, they were amazing. They were good. I mean, for you to have two more kids after the fact, yeah, yeah, they were. When you already I have mean, fucking four, I mean, broke people have kids too. I mean, but remember I'm that just, lady living at a hotel? She got twenty four kids in a hotel. Bitch, that so, sounds like that, that sounds like rock mom. Having money don't mean shit. But like I was saying, um, I don't think she understands the value of hard work because it was handed to her. Okay. But I feel like you can understand the value of hard work, like the Smiths kids, for example, and still have a life of you know, luxury because mm-hmm. they're very rich children, very but they're, much. they're not bratty and snooty about it. And I feel like what's, I don't think there's anything wrong. That's the ideal kind of kids you want to raise people who understand the value of hard work without being bratty and snooty, but don't have to struggle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a good, that's a good balance. That's what we always say. Mm-hmm. So what are ways to embrace the soft life? era and all that and all it entails i feel like ways to uh embrace a soft life and start your soft life girl journey is to learn how to say no look say it with me no 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 i feel Uh, like a lot of times no i feel like a lot of times women struggle with the word no i don't Okay, because we're a different type of breed of bitches. But a lot of times, women struggle with the word no. Um, I saw this TikTok because I'm a TikTok bitch. And this lady was talking about how um, she was she cooked for her husband. She cooked she cooked food, and she liked the food a certain way. She liked it with noodles. Mm-hmm. And she said she knew he would like it with rice, but she purposely made it with noodles because she doesn't like rice. She likes noodles. So she made the food with whatever she had, she made it with noodles. And he was like, hmm, this is good. But it took a lot of better tastes a lot better with rice. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Well, if you want rice, you can cook it yourself. And she was like, she looked at he looked at her shocked because old her would have got up and made him the rice because he wanted the rice. But she's learned the word no and was like, you know what? If you want rice, you cook your rice. Because rice takes longer than noodles shit. So she t- I mean, I feel like a lot of times women don't, you don't learn a lot of times we're just like we, we try to play nice. We try to like do whatever to appease the male ego. Yeah. And we try, we, a lot of times, if you don't know, we're doing stuff to not hurt your feelings. Hello. And I, I don't know if guys do it for us too. I don't give a fuck if they do it for me. Cause I mean, I'm gonna be sensitive regardless. So I don't give a fuck. fuck. But I feel like a lot of times we, but we don't do it because we care about your feelings. We do it because we don't want you to hurt us. <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of times we are very careful of not, 
you know, hurting a man's feelings. So I, I need us as women to learn the word no and to use it more and to not feel bad when we have to say no. Yeah, I never do. Um, so for me, a way to embrace a soft life era outside of saying no, because I wrote that down as well, is take a mental health day. If you know that you cannot um, do this tasks that are needed of you and or be the person that is sh- uh, needed to um, show up. Yeah. S- just take a mental health day. It is literally going to take you five seconds to prioritize a lifetime of constantly just, you know, having this remembrance of you. Like I should have just not did that that day. I should never did that this day. Like when my social media, not my social media, social, when, meter? My, so- when my social meter, my social stamina is low. I make it very known. Like, Hey, I don't be on the phone right now. Hey, I don't want to do this right now, but I can text you or I can do this. Like I will try to appease the same. I'm still being able to talk. But if you are not there, don't do it because it's only going to be an effect of what happens when you fast forward and be like, damn, I should have just took a breather. Yeah. And it's like, it goes with her just saying, just say no. Like you do not have to be everything for everyone when you're not there. There for yourself. Shit. I'm just yeah. myself. I'm like a I just want y'all to know that you deserve it. That's it. Don't got much more to say. Just whatever you feel like the guilty pleasure that you want to take, you deserve it. And also, because I keep feel like she's like reading my fucking mind. I literally said, add fun into your schedule. Literally add things that make you feel good. And what are they? The endorphins, the dopamines, whatever the fuck they are. Whatever triggers that happiness in your life. Add it in. If it means playing video games, if that means going to smoke hookah, if that means taking a fucking three-hour nap, <laughs> schedule it into your day because you make a, you make time for everything else. Make time for things that make you the person that makes you you. And last but not least, um, give yourself time. Give yourself time to get there. There's no rush. Um, if you want a certain lifestyle for yourself, give yourself time to get there. I was watching this TikTok again. I know I'm a TikTok TikToker. Girl. I'm about to talk her. But this lady, she, it was an Asian lady. <laughs> Why did that remind you of TikTok? Because that, that's when I was doing that. The uh, TikTok trend. So, yeah, um, there's this lady on TikTok, and she's Asian, and she looked amazing for her age. I could not believe she was what she said she was. And she said she didn't become successful. She didn't start getting to who she was until she was 37. Yikes. And it was like her family has been her off. Because, you know, I feel like Asian people are kind of like Africans. Like, we're like... I, I feel like I feel like they're harder than <laughs> fucking Africans to be honest. I think they're on the same level, honestly, mm-hmm. kind of. But um, yeah, it's just like you know, it's like go to college, you know, become successful, have kids, have children, you know, type type shit. So she was like, she was thirty seven, she was single, she had no money, she had no career, whatever, and her family have kind of written off as a loser, like you know, whatever. And it wasn't until she was thirty seven till she became who she is now, and now she is more successful than anyone in her family. So it's like that. There is like when I think of like, oh, what's you know, we've been doing this for so long. What's taking so long? But like, it's it's never two time. years, bitches, long. Oh, okay, okay, whatever. It's not to, to me. It's long, but I'm like, what's taking so long? Like, why are we? Like, I'm eager. I'm like, I want it to pop, and it's like, it's not time till it's your time. And it's like, I have to like to see that to remind myself. It's not time to, it's your time. It took her till she was, was 37. And I think Walt Disney, it took him till he was like his late 30s as well. Jay-Z was 27 when he started rapping. So it's like, it's not time till it's your time. So it's like, give yourself time to get there. 
we always want to, it's always about competition and like, oh, this person's doing this. And I, and I find myself competing, but I have to remind myself like, you know what? It's not time till it's your time. And when it's your time, it's your time. Ball out, bitch. You know what I'm saying? When it's your time, it's, it's your, your motherfucking time. time. So you wait till it's your time. Questions? Yeah, it's going to questions. So what is your first question? My question is, if a man said they would no longer, if, okay, my question is, if men collectively have said they will no longer work hard, you know, they're no longer going to do harsh labor or anything of that, or they're no longer going to be providers, they want to have a soft life. Will we be as accepting? No. To the- <laughs> no, you know why? Because the narrative has been so long for them to be the providers. Like, yeah. that was their... So men cannot have a life of leisure and they can. Life. They can absolutely have a life of leisure, but it won't come from monetary reasons. It will become because their partner gives them a life of, like, when they come home, they can literally sit down, Chill. get a massage. Yeah. They'll sit down and do this. I mean, they still got to be a fucking father because I know you're impregnating me if you get in soft life. But I'm just saying, if... My man is taking most of the monetary things off my plate. Yeah. I will do whatever I can to make his, his life, life soft. soft. So his, so men's, so hardworking men get soft life at home. Yes. That's what you're saying. And I'm saying men that sit at home don't get soft life because you've been living soft life while I was at work. Okay. I, feel like it, I mean, it's, it's like, that's what I'm saying. So my question is, does it take you to take, get, does it take you being out of your feminine to embrace soft life? I mean, out of your masculine to embrace soft life. Yeah, I feel like living soft life is being in your femininity. Like, as you said, apparently mas- men can't have soft life. So I didn't say that they couldn't. I said that. Okay, but okay, men's soft. Okay, so the men's soft life is very different. Contention. It's contention. Absolutely. So for a men to have soft life, we have to have soft life. Yes. Right? Okay. So, yeah, I feel like uh, for me to be taken out of my masculinity, that means the man is allowing me to have a soft life. So it does take me getting out out of my masculinity to have a soft life. Okay. Yeah. My question to you is, which celebrity right now do you want his dick picture leaked? Michael B. Jordan. Damn. (laughs) Michael B. Jordan gives you big dick energy? Michael B. Jordan gives me everything. Like, I don't... Any time that you ask me about a celebrity that's fine, any celebrity that I want to fuck, any celebrity that I want to You want to see Michael B. Jordan's dick? I want to be Michael B. Jordan's dick. Okay. Soft life. That's not soft life. That's hard (laughs) life. Ah, ah, ah. Um, My celebrities... It already got leaked, but I want to see it again. August Alsina, because I know it's big. August! (laughs) A big dick don't mean that it's a soft life. That's an entanglement. I'm not talking about soft life. I'm talking about the dick. Uh, August... Let me see that dick one more time. Because I know it's big. You know it's big. You saw it, right? I didn't see it, actually. Okay, it got leaked one time, and I need to see it again. It was I'm, like, he also posts, like, side pictures, and the shit be on soft, and the dick is big. The dick is big. I, Jenny, I, I see you, girl. I ain't going to speak too much on everything, but I... I, I see why I've you had that entanglement. I, I, I'm good where it's, where it's at. So. August, let me up before so you get too sick. Is, has your life changed since you started embracing soft life? I feel like I've been doing this soft life shit for a while, so I don't really, I didn't notice a shift. I've, I've, I've always been a, you know, princess. So, yeah, uh, you literally just said last episode that you just been a, you've been a princess all of like what five, six years after you was done dealing with that. That so that the, was so long ago. I've been a but princess. But they said the last soft life. Years. They said soft life started in two thousand and ten though. 
And I was already dealing with that soft life before that. But uh, yeah, ever since Broke Nigga, I've been dealing with soft life. And you but- graduated in what, 2012, 2013? So soft life started after that nigga. So you were in the soft life era. So before soft life happened. Okay, but I'm saying you're saying you're like you're like I've been dealing with that. I'm like I'm like so it's only been like X amount of 5 6 years. 5 6 years is a long time. Is it not a long time? Bitch, I guess. To be dealing with soft life? I mean, I always It's been to me that's a long time. I've been doing this soft life shit. So yeah. my life hasn't changed much. I've maintained the same lifestyle. Um I guess what has happened was my um Standards has gotten higher. Yeah. You know, the, the amount the, of soft lifeness I expect is a, has no, not taken away. No, more. And, that, and that's absolutely a fact. Because <laughs> I know for me, my standards, if I'm gonna put up with bullshit, the soft life better soft life for the bullshit that I'm putting so- with. Because if you're gonna put up with bullshit, bitch, listen, listen to all you bitches dealing with broke niggas. If you're gonna put up with the bullshit, the soft life better add up to the soft life to the bullshit you're dealing with. Yeah. I don't think I said it right. I don't think you said it right either. Because it didn't feel right when you said it. Like, my heart was like... The soft life better equal to the bullshit you're giving. The soft life better know. It better exceed the bullshit you're dealing with. Because I'm not dealing with... I'm not not trying to fucking um, break even. I'm trying to... My soft life be more than the shit I'm dealing with. Mm -hmm. So if I'm dealing... So you're saying you're always dealing with some shit with a nigga? You can never not deal with shit? You're never not dealing with shit with a nigga. You're never not dealing with shit with a And you're never not dealing with shit with a woman. Let's be real. Our shit is different though. Bitch, it's not. Our shit never be like other bitches or kids or like any shit like that. Following us on this journey about soft life, about what it's like, what it is, how you can get into it, how you can tap into it, what our experience is, what soft life is. And can you please follow us on all social media platforms at World Spoon Spill except Twitter, which is Sip and Spill One. And why I leave us a five star rating because we are some five star bitches. So